Welcome to another episode of Heroes and a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and underoos. <laughs> Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. My name is Andy. And I'm Cody. And today we're talking about Heroes and Spotlight the Punisher. We also have the privilege of recording at Coliseum of Comics here in Orlando. Uh, we're at the Fashion Square location. So huge thank you to you uh, to those guys for opening up their doors to us. Yeah, it's a huge privilege to be here, to be recording. So Cody, this is basically as close as we're going to get to a right. live episode. <laughs> yeah. So we can't mess up. We don't suck today. Don't suck. We can suck Tomorrow. Tomorrow. We, we could have sucked, sucked yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> but we can't, but we suck. can't suck today. Uh, <laughs> so we'll do our best not to. Uh, <laughs> but before we get into this week's episode, let's talk about some movie trailers. Yes. A couple couple big ones have dropped yes. recently. Yes. Um, Looking back, I guess about a week ago now, mm-hmm. uh, we had a little a little movie called Ghostbusters. Yes. Dropped their first trailer. Yes. And it was a big deal. I think they um, it, it's been kind of mixed reviews as far as, you know, rebooting or making another Ghostbusters movie and so uh, I know that's a big franchise that is close to a lot of people and yeah. you know so uh, when they you know when studios when the studio released that announced that we're going to make an, another one and a lot of people were kind of hit and miss on it so we like you said new epi- new trailers just dropped last week and uh, Cody what are your thoughts on it just yay nay what, what do you what, what do you feel what are you thinking um I will say I'm, I was one that was kind of cautiously cautious about it, and okay. I, like I want to I I want to say cautiously like I tend to say cautiously optimistic. I was more on the pessimistic side. I was okay. more I was more afraid that um, not necessarily that it was going to be bad, but that it wasn't necessary. Okay, um, okay, because it it just feel like the like how much can you change that formula? You know? Yes, um, the first one was great. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the first you know the first two mm-hmm. um, or the the two Ghostbusters movies rather, but. I, I, I was wondering if it was gonna, if it was necessary, you know. Yeah. Uh, much kind of like RoboCop, even though I love that new RoboCop. Movie. I still haven't seen it. Oh it's my <laughs> gosh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> but so uh, that being said, I did enjoy it a lot. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it seems like it's a lot of fun. Yes. I enjoyed. I think the most the the moment where they get possessed by a ghost. Yes. Uh, okay. Where Melissa McCarthy gets possessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they're like, <laughs> you know, they're slap, like they're slapping the her. That was a lot. Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. so great. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about it now. I feel, I feel comfortable. I feel it's in good hands. Mm-hmm. I don't like that they tried to play us with acting like it's in the same universe there's when been, it's not. There's been some debate about that. So if you guys have seen the trailer, it starts off and there's like a subtle intro and it's, you know, saying, you know, 30 years ago, whatever, four scientists saved New York. Right. And why that was confusing or why it's still somewhat confusing is because we never it, it's not a continuation. It's and not. It, and so it's like, well, why are they referencing that, you know, those events if it's not, you know, canon, if it's not continuing that storyline? And so it's a little confusing, misleading to some degree. Maybe they're trying to reach out to the fans of who love the original two. Right. And so maybe they're trying to hopefully play on those heartstrings a little bit. But um but I saw the trailer. I actually I really enjoyed it. I um I'm probably in the minority of that. I feel like a lot of people kind of didn't think it was necessary and are just not really interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's I think the humor is gonna be there. Um there were a couple things that I 
just some theories uh, on this trailer um, and really on the movie. So maybe why it's maybe why they're referencing the events that happened 30 some years ago with the original one, the the original two. um, I think there's an element of uh, time travel or even like alternate uh, alternate realities or dimensions. Mm -hmm. There's a scene in that movie. I don't know if a trailer and I don't know if you caught it, Cody, but they are they're walking in Times Square and then there's a ghost that flies over them and then comes up like like right in front of the, the camera, essentially. Yeah. And then like that's when it changes to the next scene. As that ghost flies over and gets closer to the camera, uh, Times Square is actually changing. And it's going from present day Times Square to like Times Square of like the 70s or 80s. Yeah. And so maybe maybe it's not continuing that story, but somehow maybe they're doing like a Star Trek kind of a thing where it's like a time, you know, travel. Yeah. And so it's like, it's not a reboot, but it kind of is, but it's still in the same universe, but it's slightly different. And so maybe they're going about it from that approach. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I really do. I think, um, I think those women are going to be really funny and um, hopefully the fans come out to to see it. Yeah, I I agree. I think, I think you you have a, a pretty good, you know, yeah. I I want to say trifecta, but I don't know what they're for. I know uh, I don't know quad quad. quad? You have a good you sure. have a good squad. You <laughs> yes. have a good squad of yes. uh, of comedic ladies on there. So yeah. I do have confidence in their uh, in their abilities. You know to make it a funny movie. Yes. Um. So the other trailer that came out. Yes. This is the second trailer for a, a small film, <laughs> a little, a little indie film. Uh, they had be... a Kickstarter account. They <laughs> needed <laughs> our money to get it off. The <laughs> They've ground. been kickstarting it for. It's for <laughs> 12 years yeah. uh, but that is captain america civil war the second trailer just dropped as of when we're recording this yesterday yes um and so spoiler alert for that we didn't say that for the other one but i feel like you've probably seen ghostbusters by now so and i feel like we didn't spoil there's nothing really to spoil like that trailer there's ghosts there's, and they're gonna bust them yeah that's it there's nothing that's all we, that we said but with this captain, with this one yes that will that will be happening so there's a spoiler alert for captain america civil war uh second trailer Andy, what'd you think of it? Uh, I really liked it, man. Uh, gosh, I'm this movie is setting me up for like I'm I'm really anxious, not because I'm worried that it's gonna maybe suck or you know I guess I think it's gonna be good. I think it's mm-hmm. gonna be great. Why why I'm anxious is because I I feel like my heart is gonna hurt by the end of this movie um, more than Batman v Superman. Because I think they've pretty much have shown their cards that <laughs> yeah. hey, this is kind of just leading up to a Justice League movie, which is perfectly fine. Um, so I know that ultimately things are going to end up and okay, you know, on a good note. But for some reason, with Civil War, and we kind of saw in this last trailer, I don't, I don't know, you know. And I, my, I have a prediction. I think that someone's going to die. I think we've kind of talked about that a little bit before, yeah, on some of our past episodes. But I think someone's going to die. And my prediction is, and here it is, Cody, on who that person is. I think it's Iron Man. I think it's Tony Stark. I think he dies in this movie, man. And um, I think the trailers, both trailers, make it seem like War Machine or the Iron Patriot dies. I don't think that's the case. Um, I think that's... I think if... if I think he doesn't die, he's in a bad way. Yeah, he's he's getting hurt. He he, gets hurt in a serious way. But um, I just... I'm anxious, again, because I just know... It's like I'm walking into um, 
I'm walking into like a breakup conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like your girlfriend just texted like, you, "Hey, can we talk?" At a Starbucks. Yeah, can we talk? And it's like, <laughs> oh, I know what this means. But I will quickly say, um, I'm walking into this movie the way I did with uh, The Dark Knight Rises. I walked into that movie fully anticipating Batman dies. Like, and so I'm walking into Civil War thinking. Someone's gonna die, and I think it's I think it's Tony Stark. See, on the other side, I I think it's gonna be Cap. Yes. Um, and we'll kind of get in. There's something you mentioned while we were on our way here that I want to talk about in a yes. second. But, um, I think that this trailer is do, like it starts out doing a great job of continuing the the dark kind mm-hmm. of um uh, tone yes. of, of this movie and the seriousness of, of yeah, what's not happening. dark and gritty, but like right. there's weight. Right. There's mm-hmm. there's weight to exact to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate also that it starts like Tony's trying. Tony comes to Cap, and they're trying to work this out. You know, yeah. together. Um, Tony's like, we you know we need to be put in check. Yeah. Whatever that looks like, I'm a, I'm game. You know. Yeah. Um, I think there's some really awesome moments, like when uh, when Ant Man jumps through Tony's fingers. Yes, uh, or like, he's riding that arrow. Yeah, like that was awesome. Was awesome. Yeah, so cool. Um, I'm I really liked when uh, when Scarlet Witch is forcing the Vision down. Yeah, even though I, I feel like he could phase through that somehow, but maybe not. Yeah, I mean if she's holding it all looks, of his being, it looks great. It looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. E- either way, um, and then I also I really appreciated the callback uh, to. Captain America, when Cap says, "I, you know, I could do this all day," mm-hmm. um, and he's like, "You know, it's kind of framed in the same way of of when the shot when it, when he he's says in the that, alley. yeah, uh-huh. and he's in the alley, and he's no, he's not even, you know, a super soldier yet." Yeah. Um, so you mentioned earlier, Andy, that there's a particular line that Tony says. Yes, um, and I can. I'm going to try to paraphrase it the best I can. I, I'm not going to quote it word by word, but he says something along the lines of, uh, "The world was wrong about you." And he's and he kind says, of. I was wrong about. And you I as was well. wrong about you. Um, I think it. What it. I think the trailer is faking us out. I think the trailer make is making us think, or wants us to think that he's saying that he's saying that to Captain America in a negative way. I my prediction is that he is saying that to someone like maybe the Winter Soldier or Captain America. Yeah. But he's saying it in a positive way. So he's saying it. The world was wrong about you, thinking that the world thought that these guys were bad. So Tony's saying, "Hey, they, the world was wrong. You're actually good." Mm-hmm. And I, again, I, because I think he's gonna die. I think he's saying that close to the end of his life. You right. know, like in, after a battle, after an explosion or a fight. Maybe Iron Man takes a hit for Cap. And he he jumps in the way, or you know, for Winter Soldier, or something along those lines. Yeah sacrificing himself and so i think tony stark is saying that to one of those two but i think in a in a positive way see on the i i still think that that confirms tony like i think tony's saying that to cap in cap's last moments okay um and the reason for that is in the in the uh, civil war comic book mm-hmm. you know at like towards the end of that or right after that issue or that ends yeah um cap dies yeah and like he doesn't actually die he's like sent to a time loop it's a little confusing yeah um but so he ultimately he's no longer you know on the playing field yeah and uh and tony's sitting next to him and he says it, he's saying it wasn't worth it yeah like, all of this all of this fighting you know it wasn't worth losing the friend that he had yeah. Uh, in cap and so i think it makes more sense um for cat like for tony to be saying that to cap in, in cap's last moments um but i could also see 
very easily how uh, how to- Cap is going into hiding. I don't. I maybe maybe no one dies. Maybe Rhodey actually dies, and mm-hmm. one of our big. I th- I do think one of our big six Avengers have to die. But um, I think it's possible that Cap is just going into hiding. Okay. Uh, from the government because Tony says I'm not going to hunt him down anymore. Yeah. But. And he's telling Cap, you know, kind of that as as Cap is leaving, mm-hmm. um, and that's just like some of that is just because the way I think that things are going to shape out in Avengers in, in uh, Infinity War parts yeah. one and two and such. So, uh, but last, la- la- lastly, big moment we, we see at the end of the trailer, we finally get our first look at Spider Man. He's making his big MCU debut. Um, what do you What are your thoughts on it? Did you Did you did you like it? What are your thoughts on the costume? The first time that I watched the trailer, I felt like it was a little. It was, I want to say it was too animated. Okay. Um, is is like because it just looks. I feel like it looks very cartoony, uh, and it doesn't look as I guess like real world esque. Okay. Um, si- like similar, like or similar to that of like the Amazing Spider Man. Uh, I loved both of the suits in the Amazing yeah. Spider Man movies, and so I think I was just kind of anticipating something. Along mm-hmm. those lines, because even the Amazing Spider-Man once paid homage to the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man a lot, and so. Um, but after thinking about it more, you know, looking at some of the old comic book kind of ones, and thinking uh, and realizing that that's that's where it's drawing a lot of its inspiration from. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think I do enjoy it. I, there's a couple things I maybe have issue with, like I'm, I'm thinking like with the eye, his eyes, you know, moving. It has mm-hmm. to be tech. Um, and that's so the I'm, only explanation. That's that the I only can explanation. Think that, yeah, that that could make sense with that. And so, uh, but with uh, like he had to have gotten that tech from Tony. Yeah. Um, because it, I mean, unless he Peter Parker maybe built him himself, but yeah, I know. think it. I think it. I think it comes from Tony as far as the specs, the gla- the eyes getting smaller. Um, I'm not. I, I thought it was okay. The costume. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I think I'm in the minority for that as well. I think a lot of people actually <laughs> like it a lot. Um, I'm not the big, biggest fan of it myself. I think though the small spider symbol, um, not the biggest fan of. I, I think I enjoyed the bigger spider symbol, like in, mm-hmm. from like the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, and then the material looks kind of off. I don't know. It just. I, I think I need to see it in action. In action, more. I need to see it in the movie more. But just that first that first look, um, I'm not the biggest fan for it. I'm not hundred percent for it. Um, and then at, at the end of it, I was kind of thinking, why didn't they go with miles? <laughs> should have gone with miles. <laughs> but gonna, I get, I, I love miles. I you know, love miles. I know. I know. Most general audiences don't know. I know. Miles. Um, but how do you feel about knowing what he looks like now? Like, do you wish that they had saved that for later? It would have been good. You brought up a really good point getting like on our way over here. Um, that you said, Oh gosh, you said it would have been awesome if they just cut the trailer. You just, you know, Iron Man calls for him, and then you see the the web uh, pull the the shield, and then mm-hmm. also like handcuff Captain America, right? And then that was it. Like I would have flipped out. <laughs> the internet would have like because everybody would have gotten like, oh my gosh, it's Spider Man. I think it would have been smart. I, um, I mean, they. It's not like they don't have plenty like that we don't know you know exactly it's not like they revealed doomsday <laughs> <Shots fired. laughs> um, just kidding dc if you're listening but uh so those are our thoughts on on the ghostbusters trailer as well as the second trailer for captain america civil war uh, but like i said earlier for this episode we are talking about heroes and spotlight the punisher uh he's making his debut on the uh 
on the Netflix Daredevil season two uh, in just a couple, uh, just about a week now. And so mm-hmm. uh, he'll be played by John Bernthal in that. Uh, so we want to get you caught up in his comic book origins and kind of where he comes from a little bit if you're interested uh, in that. Yeah, so we see that the Punish- Punisher or Frank Castle, as uh, that's his you know real name, uh, he made his first appearance in Spider-Man issue number one twenty nine back in nineteen seventy four. Um, in that issue, if I'm not mistaken, he was actually um, tricked or mind controlled or you know something along those lines to actually assassinate Spider-Man by the villain the Jackal. And so originally his first, you know, his first appearance is actually kind of like a bad guy. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, Marvel saw that he was pretty popular and fans uh, had an interest in this character. And so they they finally gave him, you know, his own comic book run. And that's what we see the rest of his history actually play out. Right. And so uh, while we call him Frank Castle, he was actually born Francis Castiglione. Yes, you did a really good job with that. Thank you. I was I was a little nervous. I'm I'm not Italian, so I was worried. I knew that it had to be me because it couldn't be you. I can't because put- you don't even know how to say Joss Whedon. That's right. And I, so, I call him Mr. Whedon. <laughs> Mr. Whedon. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, so he was born Francis Castiglione, uh, super Italian, and uh, and he would eventually become a Marine captain. Before he was in the Marines, though, Castle wanted to be a Catholic priest, but he decided that that wasn't exactly on the cards for him. Yeah, so he was uh, originally trying to be a, a Catholic priest, but he actually gave that up because um, he realized he, he had an issue with forgiving people uh, for the evil the evil things that they've done. So <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah, so if you're going to be a priest, it's kind of important for you to be able to do that. Um, so clearly he was like, no, that's not the, <laughs> that's not the path for me. And so you went the, on the other side, he went and joined the Marines, um, which makes total sense. If you can't forgive someone, why not just go um, and join the Marines? Right. And so uh, prior to enlisting in the Marines, though, he marries his wife, Maria, who was already pregnant with their first child. So he's really he's just not <laughs> having a great track record with the whole priestlyhood <laughs> priestlyhood thing, clearly. Um, <laughs> but he <laughs> he does go on uh, to serve in the Marines and he gets trained as a sniper. He goes through U.S. Army Airborne School, as well as being trained by a Navy SEAL. So basically, Frank Castle, he is a bad Dude, um, so we see that you know through all of his training and whatnot and enlisting, um, we see that after a tour in Vietnam, um, he he's back home. He's back home in the states, and he's actually with his wife and he's and with his uh, kids, the family, uh, in a park. And while they're there at the park, they actually witness uh, an execution happen, uh, the mafia killing someone. And so, unfortunately, it's just a matter. It's just one of those things that you know you're at the wrong place at the wrong time. Why is the mafia trying to <laughs> kill someone. execute someone? Like it's in Central Park. In when, the public, like, park. like pick at least go at the nighttime when there's not fa- anyway. Um, so to tie up loose ends, the mafia murders Frank's entire family on the spot, um, and they even try to kill Frank as well. But Frank survives. Yes, and so he survives this uh, this attack by the mafia. Unfortunately, his family does not, um, and so he he lives and he tries to. He's able actually to identify the shooters, and he actually brings that to the police. But what we see is that they're they're tied tied into closely with the mob, and so the police aren't aren't able to do anything. Right, and uh, and Castle then decides to take the law into his own hands and becomes judge, jury, and executioner. First for those who murdered his family, but ultimately 
uh, criminals who prey on the innocent. Yeah, and then really that's the starting point of him becoming the Punisher. You know, that's when he be, he takes that name, and he, you know that's when he takes he puts that skull on his body armor or his t shirt. Um, so yeah, that's when he becomes the Punisher. And then throughout the rest of comic book history, his view on justice tends to go against that of most costume superheroes, like that of Daredevil uh, in Spider Man. Yes. Um, so I just wanted that's essentially just a you know his basic origin story in the comics. I also want to give you guys some comic recommendations if you want to read some some Punisher storylines. So we have Punisher Max. Uh, the title of that comic book, the graphic novel is called Born. We also have another one called Welcome back frank and then lastly we have the slavers all right and so there's been a couple uh punisher movies there was one that came out in the 80s mm-hmm. uh, and then another one in 2004 and then uh as well as one that came out i want to say in like 2010 or so yeah it was a few uh, years later right after that. right and uh but we're gonna spend um, some time with the most popular one i mm-hmm. think uh, and that's the punisher and that one uh Thomas Jane played Frank Castle, uh, the uh, you know the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Travolta was the big villain. Yeah, uh, who was uh, he played Howard Saint. And so in that movie, what we see is it's they try their best. I think they, I think they do a good job, kind of you know staying connected and relevant to the comic book origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we see is uh, Frank Castle. He is an FBI agent. He's undercover and he's in the middle of a, like a sting operation. Um, and he's actually trying to bring down the Saints as you know this mafia family. Mm-hmm. And so he's undercover, and the FBI in an attempt to. Um, kind of do like a witness protection kind of a thing. Um, in the middle of this operation, they kill one of Howard Saint's sons, and in the process, they also kill Frank Castle. Or at least it, it looked like you know he died undercover, right? But really, it was to protect Frank Castle and his family. And then that was essentially his last job with the FBI. He was done at that point. That way, the mafia thinks, okay, this guy died. You know, we can't do anything. You know, to you know seek revenge on him but unfortunately uh the mafia do find out you know howard saint you know he finds out this guy's still alive and so on a family vacation on a family retreat a family reunion um Mm -hmm. the mafia shows up and they just kill his entire family and everyone yeah not Not just just his kids no his like his wife and his son but like his dad aunts uncles cousins like it's a big family reunion that they're having and that's when the mafia shows up and and kills you know kills everyone and they you know like in the comic book they think they kill frank castle but they they don't you know he survives that um so just also a heads up you know with all of the you know punisher comic books and even the movies they're all of them are rated r and they're you know for mature right. readers and so it's not necessarily a, a kid-friendly movie you know it's pretty violent and so but they have to do that to stick with you know to stick with who he is as a character i mean yeah. he's, he's steeped in in this mafia and you know mob kind of relationship no, yeah no matter world. what right mm-hmm. you know uh, so uh, but andy what did you think of this punisher movie um, I honestly, I just kind of, I rewatched it, uh, last week and kind of getting ready for this episode. I was like, let me, you know, let me watch it. And I really, like, I really enjoyed it. Like, it's a really good movie. I think, I think people forget about it, to be honest with you. Um, I think the, um, there were a lot of good things about it. I think, you know, Thomas Jane, the actor who plays Frank Castle, mm-hmm. who plays the Punisher, I think he actually I think he does a pretty good job with it. Um, and it's actually really funny. I, I, I don't think he gets enough credit for this, but in that, in his character, you know, him portraying Frank Castle in The Punisher, 
he's actually more funny than you would think. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of clever and kind of witty. Yeah. Um, that I think most people would imagine the Punisher being, but that actually, I think, in my opinion, I actually enjoy that. Like, yeah. I, it wasn't so serious. It wasn't too dramatic. You know, what I'm saying those little too dark and yeah, brooding. Kind yeah, of. those little jokes or those little <clears throat> funny scenes here and there. Actually, I, I thought uh, were really good. I actually, I, I really liked John Travolta in that too. I thought he did a really good job, kind of being the head of this mafia family, this mob family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, <clears throat> that movie was shot in Tampa, Florida. So. Quick two-hour drive from us. Yeah, so that was awesome that Florida got, you know, was able to, you know, that movie was able to be filmed here, and so it's always cool when that happens. Um, But what are your thoughts, Cody? Did you like it? Did you appreciate it? What were your thoughts on it? Um, I enjoyed it. I think at the time when I saw it, I was was much younger, and so I tended to have a, you know, a a view that wasn't exactly, um, you know, same reason I love Ghost Rider. Yeah. Is this great? You yeah. guys are all wrong, uh, but uh, <laughs> but so uh, I was I did rewatch it recently, and I was I, the moment that sticks out to me um, is after once uh, once Castle takes up his you know kind of his one his one man war yeah um, he captures a guy uh, and starts interrogating oh, him yeah 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 for some <laughs> it's interrogating him for some information mm-hmm. um, and he has the guy chained up in uh, chained up in this warehouse essentially um, and, and he's just hanging and he's right? just hanging yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's hanging by his like by his wrist mm-hmm. um, and so the guy's hanging there and Castle's like I need you to tell me you know I need you to tell me what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he shows them a blowtorch and he says, this is going to burn your skin so hot that you're not even going to feel it burning. Mm-hmm. You're just going to feel like an icy or kind of a cold sensation. Yes. Um, but you won't, the pain won't come until much later. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> and then he like he, castles or Punisher is standing behind him, mm-hmm. uh, behind the guy. And he, takes a lollipop and sticks it to the guy's back at the like same a, like time. Like an icy pop. Or, yeah. Like a, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Not a lollipop, sorry. Yeah, yeah uh, um, like a... Popsicle. A popsicle. Uh-huh. Uh, sticks, it to, sticks it to the guy's back at the same time that he's putting the blowtorch on a piece of steak. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he's like touching the, touching the you know, popsicle to the guy's back so the guy's getting that cold sensation. But then he's burning steak with a blowtorch so it's you get the smell of like a burning flesh and the guy starts freaking out you know um and then the guy ultimately of course tells him what he wants to know because if he's burning your back with a blowtorch you're not gonna like let that's not gonna you know you're not gonna (laughs) you're gonna want to you're gonna want to get stop that quickly um and so uh but he tells him and then like punisher's like thank you essentially and then he just sticks the popsicle in the guy's mouth yeah and it's like it's such a clever like it's such a clever you know play on the guy yeah um and i and i think those like there's a lot there's humor in that and like that's what i'm kind of saying like you know i really enjoy that it wasn't super dark or super serious all the time i think in certain moments i think it is and i think it makes sense you know for the character and all Mm -hmm. that but i i will say that (laughs) moments like that made me really enjoy the movie also like um you know he's when you know when his family dies he's back you know back in tampa trying to hunt down the saints um you know, he's living in like an, an apartment. He rents an apartment and his neighbors in that apartment are super entertaining. Like <laughs> they're so like, they're mm-hmm. really fun. Like they bring, a, I think they bring a fun element to the movie. Um, and then oh, another huge, like uh, another scene that I love is when he fights uh, the Russian. So Howard Saint, you know, he's trying his best to, he realizes that Frank Castle's back 
and he's seeking war, you know, on, on the saints, mm -hmm. you know, his whole family. And so they try to kill him, but he's, he obviously they can't kill this guy. And so there's a scene towards the end of the movie where he says, you know, hired, you know, Howard Saint says, get the Russian. And it's actually, the Russian is actually a, a comic book character, a comic yeah. book villain. And so uh, if you look at the way he looks in the comic books and the way he looks in the movie, it's actually pretty accurate. But that that actor um, is Kevin Nash, who's a, a wrestler. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's go. you, <laughs> I was able to throw that trick. in there. Yeah, but Kevin Nash plays um, plays the Russian, which also, side note, did you know that um, Kevin Nash is also the actor who was uh, Super Shredder? You remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the second one? The ooze? Yeah. You know, at the end when it's, he, he gets the ooze and he becomes Super Shredder? That's Kevin Nash. He's actually in that. Just you know, fact. I think Nash was actually my favorite wrestler. Like, really? When I watched wrestling as a kid. Oh my gosh! I, I just think freaked that out. Was... <laughs> All right, but anyways, but the... that's not who I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to the Punisher. That fight scene between the Punisher and the Russian um, in his house—they literally like they destroy that whole top floor in that apartment building. You know, he's throwing him through drywall. They're destroying the bathroom. He's like, at one point, I think he throws um, like boiling hot water at the Russian. Like it was—it's just intense, man. And like, um, it's just that's a really good fight scene. Like mm -hmm. it really is. And it as crazy as it is, as it is, like yeah, I think there's some parts that are over the top, but I also feel like maybe that can really happen <laughs> like maybe two guys can like be... i've never been in that kind of fight <laughs> so i can't say I know, have but... you oh i didn't think so <laughs> but i just feel like maybe that could really happen but anyways i just really i just really enjoyed um enjoyed that scene particularly so now i know this movie tends to get the most flack for uh for its development of its villains yeah as well as just being too dark too gritty yeah um, so let's talk a little bit about like you said you you don't mind john travolta Howard yeah. Saint. Yeah. Uh, why do you think he? Why do you say he's like the your viewers are in the wrong? Because remember, there was, this was reviewed at two thousand in two thousand four. So yeah, I think um, you know when you look at this movie, or, or maybe better when you think about this movie, and you think oh, who was the bad guy in that movie? There's not like a main super villain that comes to mind. You know, like mm -hmm. it's not like you think oh the Joker was it was the villain for that movie or. You know, you don't say, you know, Abomination, that was the villain in that movie. But with with this, I think the villain in the movie is actually just like that the mob, like yeah. the mafia. And I think John Tarota, I think he's the he's the face. So like he maybe he's not the guy that you could think of immediately, but he's the one that I feel like is leading the charge. He's the right. the, the person that comes to mind when you take a moment to think about it even more. Um, but I think if you were to say who was a bad guy or whatever, I, I just the mafia, like, it, yeah, you know, it what shouldn't I'm just be considered just Howard Saint. No, it's, it's really the Saint family and his and whole, all of those involved yeah. with killing Castle's family. Yeah, and that whole organization. And so that's to me, that's why it's actually, you know, it's, it's it doesn't it doesn't necessarily feel like a superhero movie. You mm -hmm. know, it just kind of feels like, you know, a a, a rated R. You know, movie mafia movie of someone trying to seek revenge on a family right. you know what i'm saying our organization this you know underworld organization right you know and so um so i i appreciate that to be honest with you i think the reason it's considered uh to be too dark at the time because it's a very hard r yeah like there's a lot of a lot of violence mm -hmm. um and pretty like graphic I, i'm yeah yeah for at the time at least right too. 
And I think I think the reason for that is not necessarily that it was too much. So I think you can't get away from you can't do a Punisher movie without that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't you know deal with Punisher without being violent and and gory and you know and you know and and definitely with dealing with some hard emotions like revenge right and not trying to find hope in anything yeah. like, like how does he's yeah. how do you tell this guy that with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> after his like after what happens to him with his family you know so yeah. um so i think that i think that some of the reason that it maybe was considered too dark is just cuz the i think the movie like the cinematic you know kind of world yeah wasn't ready necessarily mm-hmm. uh, for to go you know to go to this level because remember this is like this is pre nolan batman yeah and i think nolan batman kind of paved the way for a lot of the more serious kind of you know like the like the wolverine you know both yeah. of the wolverine movies the first one try not to talk uh, about so much but you know um but the wolverine the, like the wolverine you yeah. know it's pretty you know it's pretty brutal um, and as well as like the tone that they're, it looks like they're going for for uh, Batman v Superman. So mm-hmm. I think that looking back, or you know, if it was reviewed now, it may it may be received better. Yeah, I think that time of uh, superhero movies when this came out was kind of confusing. Yeah, it was still Spider Man. Like, it was Spider. It, it, it was the big one was Spider Man. Yeah, it was Sam Ramsey's uh, Ramy like his Spider Man, and I think um, also not too long after that was Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Right. Um, it might have been still in that maybe X-Men, was X-Men 1 there. or 2 would be around there too around that time. Um, Fantastic Four, maybe the first Fantastic Four. So it was a very weird, kind of odd time for superhero movies. Right. You know, and so, um, so yeah, so I think that's why it's kind of like, eh, kind of hit or miss. But Cody, one of the things that you said was, um, that I think is, I think is pretty accurate, is, you know, the only way you do a Punisher movie is if you make it uh, R, not for the sake of just for the sake of making it R, but because of the context, because of the violence, because of right. the, what happened with his family and that the world that the Punisher lives in, I think that's why looking ahead, I think that's why he's making his debut in Daredevil, mm-hmm. you know, and especially with it being a Netflix TV show, um, you know, that first season of Daredevil was already really dark and really gritty and yeah. really, you know, n- very unlike, very different than the cinematic universe. So looking at, you know, Daredevil season two, uh, what are some of your, you know, expectations or excitement, you know, concerns even for the Punisher or even Daredevil season two? Um, I am really excited to see John Bernthal. Uh, I think that he did a great job as mm-hmm. Shane in the walking dead and, uh, and I think that he does a you know he does a great job of of uh, like in The Walking Dead as Shane you know he's he does a great job being that you know kind of like crazy you know and like deranged a little bit but mm-hmm. at the same time you know that he's right like the what he wants like he him and Rick ultimately both want the same thing they both want safety for their group you know yeah. um, Shane just has a, a different view of what that kind of looks like mm-hmm. and we even see kind of you know fast forward to now where Rick is uh, like a lot of the things he wants to do with the group are much along the lines of stuff that Shane wanted, wanted to do and so yeah. um, but all I have to say I, I think that he do, he'll, he is going to do a great job um, I think once you have his origin story it's hard to not root for him and it's hard to not be like well like you can't can you really blame him for what he's doing um i think the i think the conflict is going to be within uh with how punisher versus you know versus daredevil yeah um i think i hope that by the end of the season we see that they're at least 
maybe not working together yet, but they have a healthy kind of respect for each other. Yeah. Um, because Punisher considers Daredevil, like he says in the trailers, you know, he considers him to be a half measure. He thinks Daredevil's not getting a job done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for John Bernthal. How about you? Yeah, I think I think you're I think it's kind of interesting that you're saying that about how in The Walking Dead he was this character who had a different approach compared to this other character who had a different approach. So they both wanted the same thing but were going about it different ways. Very similar to what it right. looks like from the trailers, that's what's happening. We see Daredevil, he wants to save, you know, Hell's Kitchen mm-hmm. and uh, he's trying to go about it with this approach. And then the Punisher walks in and he's like, "Well, you really can't. You're not doing anything actually." Yeah. You know, and so you you think that's you know you think putting those guys away you think that's going to solve the you know the issues here and so we see the punisher comes into the picture with his approach to things and so it is kind of ironic and kind of like somewhat similar storylines and mm-hmm. you know plot points but um which I, isn't necessarily a, no, a new like that's something i think we see plenty of times throughout you know mo- like comic book movies or yeah. even just comics and shows and such so. yeah and it's not a bad thing and it's not necessarily and i'm I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm tired of it. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's overdone or overplayed. So I'm totally okay with it being the way it is. But, um, but I am. I am excited. I think uh, you know the actor that they they have playing the Punisher is going to be great. Yeah. Um, I don't watch The Walking Dead, but I know that um, you know this guy can act, and this guy, you know, the few episodes I, I did see, I was able to get some some emotions you know come out of me in, mm-hmm. in response to this character so this guy can act and this guy can cause viewers and fans to go through different emotions highs and lows and anger or joy whatever you know and so i think i think he's going to be able to do a good job in that role uh, one thing i'm kind of interested in seeing is just maybe for fun sake but cody do you think they make a connection with um like the catholic background maybe or like like if Frank, you think they? I know it's kind of silly to say, but I'm, you know, because Daredevil's a, you know, he he's he he's he's a strong Catholic believer, you right? Know? Like right. The, the show doesn't hide that, and they they don't they don't shy away from yeah. that. Like you said, they he he goes back multiple times, and he's like he's like I feel this conviction, you know, yeah. I feel like I need to do something, and then mm-hmm. like it kind of gets to where the priest is encouraging him, you yeah, know? and the, um, it's a pretty good supporting character yeah, too. It, yeah, it, it really, I I really enjoy the most. I think mm-hmm. like it, maybe not the most, my favorite thing about the show, but it's definitely something I'm glad that they touched on uh, yeah. in season one. And so I hope I hope that they do continue to deal with that uh, because the connect there's it's not often necessarily that you have two characters with such a, a strong connection to the Catholic faith yeah. um, in their, in their origin and in their background. And so, <laughs> yeah. so for the, I think for them to not touch on that, even if it's even like, even if they don't necessarily deal with it for a long time, I think it's a missed opportunity for them not to. I think, yeah, I think it's there. I think it's possible. And I think it's kind of, you know, when we were doing the comic book history, like, you know, we were kind of being silly about it. Like, you, you know, he made a wise decision not being a priest if he can't forgive people or all of this stuff. But you can definitely have a more serious approach to that, mm-hmm. you know, if Castle approaches Daredevil and says, you know, you know, I, I've tried that, you know? Or, so, yeah, or yeah, if I, he approaches the priest yeah, when, like, as he's kind of starting and then he's, like, realizing, no, you know what, this isn't for me. Exactly. The, the, whatever the priest is telling him to do isn't mm-hmm. going to work or – let's get crazy and what if he knows the priest yeah i think that would be so cool too like Mm -hmm. he goes maybe castle goes to confession Mm -hmm. and he knows him or 
the priest kind of hints to Daredevil or warns Daredevil oh, of this did, new who? this new player that uh, that may or may not be showing up. Yeah, so I think I'm really excited about it. Uh, you know, again, that comes out um, just over a week or so, so that should that should be really good. Uh, but that is our episode for Heroes and Spotlight, The Punisher. We hope you enjoyed uh, getting to know him a little bit more. Uh, let us know what you're excited about for uh, seeing him in Daredevil Season 2. Uh, you can always do that on social media. You can let us know on Twitter and Instagram at Heroes underscore and. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Heroes and. Or email us at Heroes and Podcast at gmail.com. Just want to give you guys uh, comics that are out now this week. Uh, we have Batman Teenage Mutant Mutant Ninja Turtles number four. That's a mouthful. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, uh, we also have All New Wolverine issue number six, and then Mighty Thor issue number five. Just want to give a, a big thanks again to Coliseum. Uh, again, we're here at the Fashion Square location. Big thanks for those guys for letting us record here. Also, I just want to let you guys know um, they're having a huge uh, March Madness sale. Um, all throughout the month of March, you know, each day there's this, uh, you know, something, uh, you know, that's on sale or, or, you know, a deal or whatnot. And so just make sure if you're out this weekend, you know, go to any of the locations and, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll have a sale of the day. All right. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review our episodes anyway, any amount of that that you can do. Uh, we would appreciate that support. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes. And I'm Cody. I'm Andy. And, and we're out. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. My name is Andy. And today we're going to be talking about Heroes and Spotlight the Punisher. You got to say your name. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. That's probably a good idea.